Praise the Lord. Welcome you to our live broadcast today, September 25, 2022. Our instrumental is taken from our brother Khaled And the Lord going to bless him and his family. We are starting the spiritual warfare series. And we titled it The Battle for the Souls of Humans. I want to use the word humans a lot in this broadcast because so well, human beings, humanity, something. Can we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for today, the opportunity to be here in your presence, to speak to your people, to speak to those who become your people, to speak to those who will, even the ages, if your son hasn't come, Lord, that this broadcast, Lord, will touch, will help to deliver men. But above all, we'll encourage those who have known your name, Lord, to understand the intricacies of spiritual warfare, Lord, that they rest not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces in the heavenly places, whose business is to try to undermine the children on earth and also prevent those who have not known your name to know you. Father, we pray that through this teaching series, you will help all of us to understand. You will open our eyes of understanding. And you draw many more into the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. The outline for this series, which I more than likely will change. Most believers don't know who they are. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't fight a battle. So we try to help today to make believers know who they are, really. Next Sunday, by God's grace, will be the kingdom of darkness is very well organized. Then before we continue to the other ones on the outline, as you can see on the board, but it will be adjusted. Today is a certain and by God's grace, next Sunday, Saturday, others may be adjusted as we go in the series. Today's topic, most believers don't know who they are. The outline, the introduction. Two, Christ lives in you and I if we are his children. Three, Christ in you can do everything. Four, God has a plan for you, for me, for everybody else. His plans for each and every of us vary and are different. Five, God is your protector. He's also my protector if I'm a child of God. And of course, our son today, which is take the name of Jesus with you. He's already with you, inside you, indwelling you. But you must also speak the word. Introduction. When God created the heavens and the earth, he put human beings in charge, created in his image and likeness and said, take charge. And human beings would have lived forever had they continued to live in obedience to their creator. Unfortunately, human beings determined to disobey God and they disobey him. The results, suffering, sickness, death entered the world. And human beings were condemned to eternal death unless God did something. And about 2,000 years ago, plus or minus, I will assume, I mean plus, 
God, who loved the world so much, the human beings he had created, decided to send his only son to redeem humanity. Rather than accept God's love. In the last 2,000 years, human beings have continued to reject God and his son. It's unthinkable. That's, that most human beings are willing to go to eternal damnation. When God has thrown them a lifeline, a lifeline that will take them to heaven, an inheritance of eternal life. Just because they want to do their own things. They don't want to come under the submission of God. Most human beings will blame one thing or the other in the misfortunes and wickednesses going on in the world, evils, wars, suffering, sicknesses, hunger, oppression of the weak. They blame it on anything but the fallenness. That was the disobedience of our first parents that brought in sin into the world and therefore death. And that our continued sufferings and fears are rooted in our rejection of the remedy God has given to humanity, the sacrifice of his son on the cross. Whether anybody likes it or not, the spiritual realm, the physical realm, in any other realm, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, is the only name that can save and does save. And so long as the world rejects him, death, sufferings, wars, evil will continue. One little cough by one mad ruler, as is happening in the leader of Russia invading Ukraine and destroying a, such a beautiful country, even the bravest of human beings begin to fear. Fear of nuclear war, etc., etc. One little cough by one mad ruler. That's all it takes. To exterminate six million Jews, approximately, a couple of decades ago. Sadly, many believers also fear. See, that's a problem. Why should a believer fear about wars and rumors of wars? As if the Lord Jesus Christ didn't warn us that those things will happen especially in the time of the end. Judging by the actions of many of us, one will be forgiven if one thought that God's word as written in the Bible is not true. That means Christ didn't know what he was talking about. But one thing you and I must know is that God, who sees and knows all things, has told us in the scriptures that there are same forces at work in the world. That's something you and I must know as we enter this series and continue. Many of us don't seem to understand that these spiritual forces are behind many of the evils going on in the world today. They are directing many of the rulers of the world in the actions they take. 
A lot of things happening are controlled from by these unseen wicked forces. So we're going to speak at the macro level. That is the overview. Spiritual forces are the ones manipulating events in the world. Let me repeat. Especially the bad ones in our world today. And at the micro level, that's at your level of mind, individually. Spiritual forces are attacking us on a daily, moment-by-moment -moment basis. Their business is to try and destroy your faith and my faith in Christ. If they can make us to sin, then we are done. Or confuse us with dreams, false visions. And we go sprouting things we don't understand. When believers are attacked by spiritual forces, unfortunately, Many believers, rather than seeking God's counsel, going to him in prayer and say, Lord, what does this thing mean? They will run to the people they call their pastors and Jews so that they can interpret for them what they have dreamt or what they have seen in a vision. They would rather put their faith in other human beings like themselves instead of to God. But they forget that they are Jews, pastors, church leaders, they are all human beings too. They have not yet apprehended. Remember, Brother Paul warned us in the scriptures. Nobody has apprehended. Sometimes the person they are running to could be a conduit for these spiritual forces. So, what do they do? They direct you in a different way. And before you know it, you are falling deeper and deeper into the mire. And many believers have fallen indeed because they took the words of mere human beings above God's word. There's nothing new under the sun, everything has been written in the Bible for us. Had those believers who fell appreciated who indwells them, because that's the point of this subject today, and sought his counsel, the Holy Spirit has given us to, indwelling us to, they would have resisted those forces and overcome them. They would have been able to understand what they saw and didn't see. And they would have been able to rebook and reject or accept if they think it's from God. So it's our hope by the end of this series. You and I will know how to recognize spiritual attacks. How to withstand the devil and his army. It's a very large army. We'll also learn how to send them running. Praise the Lord. Christ lives in you and I if we're children of God. Item 2. Scripture please. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me praise the Lord if truly you and I have been crucified on the cross, that's crucified our flesh. When we came to accept Christ as Savior and Lord, we didn't go there because we want to get wealth and such silly things. But we really were repentant, crying and saying, Forgive me. From this day forward, I'll make a U turn from sin. And I'll follow you, Lord. And whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. That means from that day, you are dead to the things of the world. If you have truly crucified your flesh, 
When you went to the cross, that's self Christ sacrifice. Christ lives in you. That's what the Bible is telling us here. And if Christ lives in you, tell me what anybody can do to you. However, if you have not crucified your flesh because you went to the cross with four other false pretenses, you went back and started going back into the sins that you used to do, living with your so former friends, doing the things they used to do, they may be making another enjoyment as if there will be no tomorrow. <laughs> I plead with you to do so now. That is, go back to Christ and confess your sins and become a child of God. And He will live in you. And when He's living in you, you understand when we go into the series as we continue why you can fight these forces and overcome because He that is in you is greater than everything in the world, nothing but in the spiritual and the physical realms. Praise the Lord. Only by that time you will understand if Christ lives in you what it means. What it means that you're an overcomer. Because as you begin to live for Christ Jesus, the one who loved you and I and gave himself for us, you will abhor sin. And you begin to experience his presence in your life. Because you are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Those who have Christ in them understand. That's those who really know God. That are dwelling in God's bosom. And that all of Satan's hosts can never hurt them. Period. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. Psalms 91, verses 1 to 8. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler, and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Praise the Lord. I encourage every child of God to learn Psalm 91 by heart. Because when you are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, you are in Christ and Christ is in God. So how can anybody touch you? Unless God allows it. And that happens only when you allow sin to enter your life. When I allow sin to enter my life. He will deliver you from all the plans of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt or touch you. A thousand shall fall and ten thousand everywhere. Nothing shall touch you. But even if you are sleeping, it doesn't matter. We'll come to that. How you fight those. But starts with making sure that you are a child of God. That when you went to the cross of Christ, you truly gave your life to him. And in exchange, he came to live in you. That's all. It's an exchange. If you continue to hold your life, it can't come in. Item three. Christ in you can do everything. I know the scripture I'm going to read is going to tell you that you can do all things through Christ. That's correct. But it means Christ in you can do those things. Not that you or your own voice you start doing it. What are you going to do? 
What can I do unless Christ in me is doing it? Scripture, please. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Praise the Lord. This is so long as you and I are abiding in Christ. If we are not abiding in him, you and I can shout we are Christians. We are followers. You, we, nothing will happen. But if we are abiding in him and the Holy Spirit indwells us and guides us, we will do all things because when Christ wants to do it through us, it will be done. But what he is ready to do it, you and I can do nothing. So what Paul is telling us here is that through Christ in us, we can do all things. We can walk in a world steep with darkness. And the light of Christ will continue to lead us and guide us to safe pastures. And whoever comes against us will fall for our sakes because we are children of God. Because of Christ in us. Praise the Lord. Next item. God has a plan for you. See, remember I'm trying to encourage you and I to know who we have. Who has us? When we have God in our life, how can anything happen to you and I? Because when we go into the vagaries of the kingdom of darkness next Sunday, somebody will say, but they're so powerful. No, they're not. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make you now understand that when you have Christ, nothing can by any means touch or hurt you because that's his word. The enemy quakes. They can't come near you because you are covered by the blood of the Lamb. Unless you allow sin to come into your life, or you engage in worldliness, or you engage in stupidities that is the world, joining hands with unbelievers. When you do that, you compromise your faith, and then the enemy comes in and strikes. For, like I said, God has a plan for you and I. His plan for me is different from the plan he has for you. Maybe he wants to send me to go into the desert, another brother to go into a skyscraper and be on the rooftop shouting there. His plan for you is different from his plan for me. Because he knows us. Because he created us. And he redeemed us. Praise the Lord. Scripture please. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Praise the Lord. You see the masterpiece can't be the same. The masterpieces are different, but they are perfect so long as they are in Christ. If any man is in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.17, he is a new creation. He is a creation of God, a new, brand new person. And he has a plan for each life he has redeemed. Problem is most people want to take another person's plan. And that's when they run afoul. They don't know what God has planned for them. That new life is for you and I to do the good things that God has mapped out. Not what you and I map out. It's God that maps it out. Always remember in all things we do as children of God, if we're not led by the Spirit of God, we're wasting our time. Because God's children are led by the Spirit of God. Always remember that. And that the new life we have is not for selfish living. All the party people go around saying they are promoting the gospel. It is not for a selfish living. 11 of the, well, 10 of the apostles suffered martyrdom. If you remember Paul 11. So don't tell me about 
Christ died on the cross for you and I to start living righteously. A life you delivered us from is that life is calling us to go back to. We err, and those who teach that err. Number five, God is your protector. God is my protector. So long as I have Christ living in me, that means so long as I'm living in obedience to his commands, so long as you're listening or watching, are obedient to God's commands. God will protect you and nothing can shall by any means hurt you. As I'm going to see from the scriptures, we are going to read now. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. Isaiah chapter 54, verses 13 to 17. All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for you shall not come near you. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is giving this word through prophet Isaiah to the children of Israel. But we have appropriated it in our time because God is the one teaching us today. He said, I will enshrine my laws in their hearts. We have no more priests. That's why the veil in the temple was turned into. So there's no more high priest because Christ is not the high priest. And we can now walk into the Holy of Holies and there make our petitions known to God. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus because he's living in us and because he's in heaven, we're there with him. So Christ is teaching us. We're not teaching you here. We're simply bringing his word so that we, you, both you and I and everybody else can learn. If you listen to the voice of the Spirit of God in you, you will learn. You will know who is speaking false, who is speaking truth. Because in verse 14, as we read, He has established you and I in righteousness. When we came to the cross and accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, we now took the righteousness of Christ in us because He became sin for our sakes. So God has established you and I in righteousness. Therefore, we are free from any oppression. And we cannot be afraid. That's why when the world is quaking about things happening around them, you, child of God, shouldn't be quaking. You should look unto their salvation because God is there. And because he has told us these things will happen. And from terror, when you dream bad things in the night, simply just cancel it and we're going to teach that how you're going to do it. For it shall not come near you. All this terror is all the enemy trying to shake you, frighten you, to see if you can, for, you know, fear. He says they will assemble in verse 15. The enemies will assemble, both physical and spiritual, against you, child of God. Yes. And but that all who have assembled against you, whether human or spiritual, will fall. So you don't need to pray. Enemies say, no, no, no. Do continue doing what you're doing. They'll fall. You see them falling on the wayside for you. 
says, I'm the one who he created the world, everything. Says, no instrument fashioned by anybody, woman or spiritual, can touch you, child of God. Why? Christ in you, the hope of glory, is impossible. Unless you don't know who you know. Unless you don't know who you are. Nothing can by any means touch or hurt you. And all that conspire and speak ill against you, they, they will be overturned. One day they use their mouth to speak truth. Where they'll be speaking lies. So don't worry about them. Don't try to contend with them. There's no need for that. Because you're a child of God. You have no reason to fear. Fear should be for non-believers. They can't dwell in their fear. Preventure in their fear drive them to Christ. But they can't be see you, child of God, being afraid with them. Hence, sometimes, it, as we call in the nations, when things are happening, both believers and non-believers want to bond together in their common fear. No, you have a heavenly king. And you're a king in the kingdom of God. You're a priest in the high priesthood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are an overcomer. You are not like a non-believer. You are a believer in Christ. You are a follower of Christ if you are true. If Christ indwells you, why should you be afraid of anything? Because whoever comes against you will fall. The devil himself can come. He will fall. He can't touch you. So long as you are in obedience. Because we're going to tell you many ways he's going to use to distract you so that your eyes can go off Christ. Then he can do what he wants to do. I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to know who you are. If you're a non-believer who has had this message, you can become a child of God. It's, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything except renouncing your past life and saying, Christ, I need you in my life. I need you in my life. I'm tired of being afraid. I'm tired of this or that. I'm afraid. Help me. And he will help you. He has helped so many. Nobody's brave. But when Christ comes to them, they become brave. Remember the apostles? They were quaking in Jerusalem. In the upper room. Till the Holy Spirit came on them. What happened? They became like lions. We're going to sing a song. Already Christ indwells you. So you have to take this name with you at all times. And proclaim it with your fear of ever. Don't, not, nothing can happen to you. Unless it is your time. Praise the, praise the Lord. We're going to sing a song. Take the name of Jesus with you. Everywhere and every place. He loves you. Take the name of Jesus with you, child of sorrow and of woe. In your moment of distress, take his name. Everywhere. It will joy and comfort give you. To give you comfort and joy. Take his name wherever you go. Whether you are sleeping, whether you are awake, whether whatever, Christ should always be everything around you. Precious name, oh how sweet. Hope of earth and joy of heaven, that's Christ Jesus. Precious name, oh how sweet. Hope of earth and joy of heaven. Because the joy of the Father and the joy of the saints, those who have gone before the angels and those on earth who are his children. Take the name of Jesus ever as a shield from every snap. If temptations around you gather, bring that holy name in prayer. Very important. Bring at all times. 
Oh, the precious name of Jesus. How he treats our souls with joy. When his loving arms receive us. And his songs, our tongues employ. Precious name. Oh, how sweet my father, my God. Hope of earth and joy of heaven. Precious name, oh, how sweet. Hope of earth and joy of heaven. Thank you for saving me and saving all who are hearing this message. At the name of Jesus, bowing, falling prostrate at his feet. King of kings, in heaven we crown you forever. When our journey here on earth is complete, Father, may all this come to pass in my life, in the life of everyone who is had this broadcast today, any place wherever is broadcast. That your children will know who they have is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and with him nothing can or touch them in any way. Father, I pray that all this will be eternalized by everyone in Jesus' name. My Father, my God, thank you for today's message. We give you all the praise and honor. Prepare the hearts of your children as we go into this battle. Which is really no battle because it's a battle you've already won. But I will understand when the enemy comes calling that I have no reason to be afraid. I pray, Lord, that as many today have had this message who have not known your name, Lord. They may know you, O God, the only true God, and your son whom you sent. And for those who are backsliding, that they may be restored to faith because the enemy may have caused them to backslide. And for those who are your children, Lord, that they be strengthened as these teachings continue, Lord, to draw strength, knowing that you are God and that nothing, nothing, you are holding them in the palm of your hands. And no one can snatch those in your hands. No force, spiritual or human can. We pray the blood of Jesus Christ upon everyone who is going to be watching this series. That within the spirit of the teaching, the enemy can touch or hurt no one. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I give you all the praise, all the glory. Because you are God. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Praise the Lord. This is will we see next Sunday. Please be prayerful. The times are evil. But for the child of God, rather than being afraid, rejoice. For the time of the coming of the Lord is at hand. 